Hey everyone, our episode today is presented exclusively by Warby Parker, a premium online eyewear outlet. What you do is you visit warbyparker.com backslash 100 words and sign up for their program. What they do is they ship you five pairs of glasses. You can try them on. You can see how they look on your face. You can ask your significant other, do I look silly in these things? Are these good? What do I do? And then after you have picked your glasses, you mail the others back. They send you a prescription within 10 days. Boom. A new pair of glasses. You look awesome. Visit warbyparker.com backslash 100 words. That's it. That's all you need to do. Look good. Feel good. Now on with the show. This podcast is part of the How We Are Network. For information on this episode and many other like-minded shows, visit howweare.org. That's H-O-W-W-E-A-R-E dot O-R-G. What's up, everybody? I am Ray Harkins, and I am your host of this beautiful podcast called 100 Words or Less. I appreciate you coming and visiting and listening and putting my voice into your ears. The guest this week is Dan Lampton from the band Real Friends. Quite a hot band right now. A hype band, as the kids are saying. I personally love what they do, and I think if you are a fan of anything pop and or punk, you probably will be into them as well. More on them in a minute. Get some business stuff out of the way. Propertyofzach.com. They are an awesome media partner of ours. Visit their website. You will be able to find out so much information, so much stuff on independent music, release dates, tours, anything you can find there propertyofzach.com. Review the show. I know, I I feel like a broken record. Well, I don't feel, I know, I say this every single show, but it really is an important component of what this show does because it makes it look cool to advertisers, be like, yo, there's people who like this show. So visit iTunes, drop some stars. If you're feeling ever so generous, you can write a few sentences on the show, what you think about it, and uh, I read them religiously. So if you do that, I would appreciate that. Something, I went to a show last night. I got to get this off my head. And I know this is this is kind of a trope now because a lot of people discuss this in a public forum. But So I went to go see a band called Washout play last night. And it's one of those things now where it's it's obviously common. Once the band starts to play or if, you know, the band's hot single comes on or whatever, 30% of the room their phones pop up and they start either taking pictures or recording. And I mean, I myself, I usually take like one, maybe two pictures at the show just to kind of, you know, commemorate it or obviously to post on your social network in order to prove that I was there. Because obviously that's the only way that anybody shows that they're cool is via sharing it through Instagram or Facebook or whatever. I joke, but it's one of those things where it's, you know, I, there's a, I know Louis CK does a joke. He says like, Hey, you can put that thing down and you can see a pretty high definition photo of what's happening, like right in fucking front of you. Um, and I'm not that bothered by it, but it is one of those things where it's like, you're you as a attendee of a show or whatever, your eye immediately goes to that screen. Like it's just kind of, especially if they're, you know, within eye shot of you which is you know basically anybody standing in front of you i don't know it's just weird because your eyes just are immediately drawn to it and it kind of like it completely disconnects you from whatever you're experiencing as far as like just watching the band play i mean it's the same conception as like you just want to absolutely yell at people that obviously pull their phones out in a movie you're i mean nothing is more infuriating than having that happen but 
So to show, it's kind of like, I don't, I, and I, I'd like to say that we're getting there to where it's like people are so bummed that it's just like, just knock it off. Don't, you know, you don't need to record this entire song. Just how about you watch it? Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I'm still trying to sort out how I actually feel about it because like I said, I do participate in it, but not to the extent of where it's like, all right, I'm taking, you know, 40 photos in order to get that one perfect photo to be able to show off that I was at the show and be like, oh man, sick photo or whatever. Um, and so I, I just, I don't know. I feel like we should be putting those things down. We should be like interacting with what's happening right in front of us and I know it's probably a larger cultural criticism and conversation that should be had. I'm really, I try to be very, very conscious of it where it's like when I do take out my phone and I am taking a photo of something, I'm, I'm doing it quick. I'm in, I'm out. There we go. I, I commemorated the evening if I do decide to share something or whatever, or I just want to show, you know, my wife be like, Hey, this is what the band look like. She's like, cool. That's great. So yeah. Tell me what you think. Email the show, 100wordspodcast at gmail.com, because I, I would love to have open discussion with a few people about this, because they're, it, I mean, anybody that goes to a concert or a show experiences this, and it's like, I think it's, you know, it'd be, I see people bringing out their iPads, and it's like, w- you know, what what are we going to do with this? Like, this is crazy. Why are people bringing these huge devices to record stuff and take pictures? Like, I don't know. I just, there, there there's lines that need to be drawn, and these lines, I'm not 100% sure where they're at yet, but I, I feel like we're, we're getting to that spot where it is so pervasive and we need to have an opinion about this including myself so anyways had to get that off my chest but let's talk about dan dan lambton he is the vocalist for the band real friends i met up with them it was late last year when they came through and they played chain reaction here in southern california i'd known dan for a while through my day job i met him a few times and um just i mean basically watch the band grow it was one of those things where it's like i saw them on their first full u.s tour kids trying to figure out where they kind of sat and what they were doing but they already had a pretty good head of steam going into that tour where you know they were the opening band on this you know tour and they were playing like the house of blues anaheim and there were kids that were already singing along and not just like five or six but like you know close to a hundred kids who were really participating in what they had going on and so they're they're definitely quote-unquote on the rise they got a lot of good things going on for them and because of that it makes them a very very easy target because style of music that they're playing and how they present themselves is not unlike other bands that they could be compared to and it's easy for people to kind of you know throw stones at it so i personally really like the band i love what they do and all of my interactions with everybody in the band i mean they're in it for the right reasons they're they're doing it because they have fun with this and they've been playing music for a long time and now it just seems that people are paying attention to it so i don't know why i feel like i need to defend the band <laughs> or something like that but because uh, we talk about that in our interview but this was the first interview where i felt I'm a pretty high energy dude. And like, I definitely feel like I need to dial it back for certain interviews to not be like, dude, let's talk about everything. Holy shit. But this was the first interview where my energy was completely outpaced by Dan. Dan was so either amped up from playing or amped up or getting ready to play. Like, I don't know, but he was vibrating. We were hanging out in their van talking and it was like, I felt myself, and I don't know if you'll be able to hear a difference, but I definitely feel a little more frantic in the way that we were talking and just kind of throwing stuff back and forth. And I don't know, it made for a really, really cool energy just because normally, like I said, I feel like I got to like tone myself down. Not saying that people can't, people can't keep up with me. You know, I'm so high octane. That's not what I'm saying. I felt an energy in this van and it was awesome. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Dan. I will talk to you afterwards. Growing up is giving up. 
said these things off it's just my own personal sort of like anecdote of like where I became introduced to you oh, yeah. and like the you know the music you create and stuff so I mean prior to me seeing you guys on the first tour that you did the Census Vale tour because mm-hmm. that was like your first official full tour correct? that was yeah first first US yeah sure because so you had done you had done an East Coast tour we'd done um, well the first ever tour we did was like two weeks just us and it was just uh, from Chicago New England okay back, like, got it and then we did a three-week run with a band called Light Years, and that was like down south of Texas and Florida. So before the Census Fail tour, we had never played anywhere west of Texas, and before sure. this tour, we'd never been able to headline west of Texas. Right, right. So it's right. like like a lot of it is still new territory for us, but it's like it's like really cool because it's finally like well now we can see like you know how a real friend show is going to be in California. Like I'm right. really like I'm excited to finally be able to see like. You know, play it like Chain Reaction. Like I hear like so much. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's like, oh, set streaming tonight. At Chain Reaction. Like, oh, we're fucking playing Chain Reaction. Sold out. Chain Reaction. <laughs> it's like, it's like every time I hear about Chain Reaction, it's always awesome. It's nothing like. And it's like it's the same with like a lot of venues that were playing on this tour that were right. Like, like, you're like you, yeah. the, the, the reputation preceded it, and you're like, wow, now I actually get to be here. Yeah, and the, exist. the one place we haven't gotten to play at so far that I really want to play at is 924 Gilman. Oh, sure, in, sure. In the Bay Area. Yep, in Berkeley. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be going through like my rancid like booklets and posters and stuff and of like, course and like seeing like all those flies like oh green day rancid blah 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 like yeah, yeah, 94 yeah. gilman 94 gilman and then like recently i see more and more like oh we're playing at gilman we're playing at gilman i'm like it goes in waves there are times where it's like shows kind of die down there like the collective and usually it's just because like the collective booking people like it just kind of gets kind of thinned out because there's mm-hmm. not one person that books there there's like yeah. it's like a, you know like seven or eight people so it's like when they you don't see very many shows it's just because like two people are booking there you know mm-hmm. but so yeah the, i mean that was the first time i saw you guys on that census fail tour but prior to that you know i had heard the band's name just kind of rolling around i personally am like 33 years old and pop punk doesn't and i use that word in the very friendliest sense of the term because yes. a lot of people you know <laughs> take offense to that but I, I i don't think it's an offensive term it needs to do something for me in order for me to be like oh like that's cool mm-hmm. like because i mean I, i've already hypothetically gone through that stage in my life well it's been it, around for since well yeah really since like the early 2000s it, so. <laughs> yeah no totally and i mean obviously even predating that you know in the 90s it was like jawbreaker so but there was something about you guys that it's like once i started to listen to you once people started to speak like oh dude real friends like they're you know they're doing well and like you know in the industry the buzz was building but then when i when i met you guys and then when i saw you it was one of those things where it was just like oh these are just fucking goofballs like these are just like dorks nerds whatever label you want to put on yourself it stripped away any negative perception i may have had going into it as far as like because you know you hear about bands especially bands like yourself who it's like they've kind of been on the scene for a quote-unquote short period of time yeah and you sometimes feel that those bands have like a business plan before they have songs or whatever you know like, it, does that still continually, like, get lumped on you guys, where it's well, like... Well, like, what it is, like, what we did going into this band, we were, like, we kind of did, like, want to take it, like, more seriously than our other bands, because, like, where I would be at in every band prior to Real Friends, or mm-hmm. really the only other band I was really in, Yeah. Um, like, they were really, like, oh, we want to be, like, the most famous rock band and not have any sort of, like foundation to build upon that okay. so like so i was just kind of like oh i just want to play some shows you know so yeah. it's like it's like they take it too seriously with nothing to back it up and then i'm just kind of like right i just want to fucking play and then so like finally to be able to like play with people it's like like everyone's on the same page and like you want we want to do this like this this like we like we wanted to have like cds and shirts for instance ready before like we played a first show just so it's like you know when we play that show right it's like yo somebody can take something home like they can get our cd that we just sure, you know sure. we just press and everything and like 
I mean, if you'd consider that a business plan, like right. Well, and that, yeah, and that's and that's the that's why I think it makes it different. Where it's just like you had a better sense of like how to do things as a band, but there was never that sense of like like here we are trying to be you know as large as Blink One Eighty Two, like right out the gates, like this is what we're gonna do, you know, like and because yeah, and just like I said, once I met you guys, it just kind of you know it made me feel more. Uh, I guess at ease and like comfortable with the fact that it's like oh, okay, like you know. This, yeah, well, I mean, we're not e- we're not even like shooting like for the stars or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, this yeah. Band. It's just kind of like like we never really had any expectations. Like we started the band and we were like, and like I this was only like the third band I'd been in because I was in like some like punk band in high school and then I was in like some fucking like gutter punk band with the dude our dude friend Frankie that's doing merch for us on oh, this okay. tour. Yeah. So like I never really had a grasp on like what it was to like actually like be in a band. I, I had played bass. I'd never sang in bands before either. So okay. like the, being in this band was like a lot of transitions and like Kyle Kyle had like been there, done that at like the local level and his band was like pretty popular like locally so he knew what he was doing. Right. But it was like it was just like, yeah, like we want to play these songs, like we want to, like we want to like something we can have fun with, but we can take seriously if the time comes. So it's like, sure. like, and we were just like, yo, like if we can get to a point where we can do like a two week tour and like, you know, not have to lose a shit ton of money on it, like <laughs> right, that's right. like, you know, that's ideal. Uh, it took like about a year and a half and when sure. we put out our second EP and then, um, you know, we wanted to wait for like a demand because a lot of bands, like what they do is like they just blindly go out on tour and like I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, right. but it's like sometimes if you do it too much, much it's like it's like you can only really go so far because you know you have to be at home with a job of course like, you know a lot of people have to pay rent we're really fortunate to where most of us live with our parents sure so sure. like so like rent is a perfect opportunity exactly to do it. yeah, it's yeah. like it's like yo like i got this well like like let me be in this band before i get kicked out of my parents house right right like so <laughs> yeah well no that i mean that's like the opportune time to obviously play in bands and play music is like between the ages of like 17 and like 24 as far as like getting out there and like you said yeah you've got no overhead you literally pay for yourself and that's it. And then when you come home, you don't have that immediate crushing blow of like, shit, like I gotta hit, I gotta hit rent. I gotta yeah. have like all, it's like, no, like yeah, I'll take a week. Like we'll be cool. Like everything will be fine. And yeah. Like, and we were, we were really fortunate. Like all of us, like we were, we had jobs that were cool with us. Like, leaving, you know, yeah. oh, two weeks. Cool. Yeah. Like three weeks here, that's fine. Like, cause we were like, we were all in a position where we'd either been there for a while or we're all really hard workers. And it's like, you know, they trust they're, they're, you, they're, they're cool with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, we, we just like, I honestly just think we were really lucky like sure. to like have that, have our parents like, you know, but it yeah, was like, I, it was all, it was all just kind of like the timing was right for you guys to try to take this, like, I guess as serious as you could with all the experience that you had. Cause I think, yeah. I, I, I mean, the, what you were saying as far as like everybody kind of bringing their own personal experiences, I think that's so, that's obviously so important because you're able to learn from all the fucking terrible shit you did when you were 16, 17 in the band. Like, oh, like we, you know, we, we made like 300 shirts and like we spent, you know, $7,000 and like we sold 40. Like, well, yeah. like I don't know how to order merch. Like, you know, all those little things you don't think about. But then once you make that mistake, you're probably not going to do it again. Yeah, because it's like it's like yeah, we'd all like been there, done that, and like right, and we right. had like Kyle like really like guided us through a lot of that shit. But like and it's like you know we we did it just like all the other bands like we split the cost for all the shirts, we yeah, split the yeah, cost yeah. for CDs, recording, everything. It's like you know because everybody, I mean everybody starts somewhere. It's not like we sure. put out a CD and then everyone's like oh my god like throw money at them blah blah blah. Like it's yeah. like it's like we never we never really had concrete expectations. Like of course sure. like you know me being in bands super young, it's like oh like if I could. Ever ever play warp tour like that would be the fucking shit right and, like we got to play two and a half weeks on this past 
this fast works so it's like yo my dreams already passed like this band right. has made it <laughs> met and exceeded every like any expectations i could ever have so it's like now anything after is just like it's yeah. just dessert you're like i'm good yeah it's like i don't care yeah like like no seriously though like like we're very fortunate like we have we have a lot of fans like we try we try to build a relationship with our fans of course we're like really lucky to have people that support us and like and like we you know we try our hardest to like you know take advantage of social networking and be like because sure. like if if i had that when i was younger like oh fuck i'd I totally appreciate all these bands like way more than I already did. Like right. I was already like lording out and like going crazy and like buying merch and everything. But if I had like a chance to like send a tweet at like like when I was a kid, like Rancid or like Blink Eighty Two, and like they had right. there was a chance that they'd see that and respond to me. It's like fuck, like it's yeah, awesome. When are you gonna have that you know? direct? Yeah, and it, it strikes me, it, you know, the way that you guys handle. And when I say handle, I don't mean that in like a business sense, but mm. like the way that you guys uh, present yourselves, not only just you know as people, but like obviously as a collective band, the way you handle your social networking, you're really trying to be like on that level because obviously it's so easy for kids that go to shows to put a band up on a pedestal and be mm. like, oh, dude, like. They're the fucking best thing of all time. And you guys are like, you guys seem to me like you continue, can you continually try to shatter that expectation and like just put kids on the same level as you? Well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like when I was going to shows, like I'd be that kid in the front. Yeah. yeah. I'd be the person getting like stomped on from headwalkers and like trampled by crowd surfers and jumped on by stage divers. It's like, you know, it's like I've been there. So it's like, why, like, how? does like me having a microphone and my friends having guitars like how does that make us better than right how know? are we really different it's like everyone yeah. everyone that comes to these shows has been there you yourself you were uh, born and raised in like suburbs of chicago right yes okay mm-hmm. where where in particular like north chicago uh, i was in uh well all of us except for our drummer are all south suburbs i live in a town called evergreen park which okay. is I, if i'm correct it's about 10 miles outside of the city okay but i'm surrounded by everything that's technically chicago sure. got like, it got it and like what was your uh, what's your family structure like? You were um, like brothers and sisters. I, your... It was is me, my my parents, and then I have one younger brother and then a younger sister. Okay, so I'm, I'm the oldest. You were the oldest. You were the trailblazer. Yes, <laughs> I was the trailblazer. <laughs> and so, how old are you? I'm 22. Okay, um, and your so like what are your uh, do your parents still do the same stuff professionally that they were doing? Like, well, my my I know my my dad's been a social worker. Okay, uh, for you know, however long he's been doing that. Like, sure. Years obviously, years. yeah, since before I was born. Right. And my mom, I think she had um, some sort of background in that before I was born. Okay. And then once she had me and my brother and my sister, she she took to, you know, being a stay-at-home mom. Of course. But then, but since then, since we've been, you know, able to be more independent, she uh, she does a lot of baking outside. Oh, for, nice. From, from out of our house, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, so for... Just like her own enjoyment, or like she actually like. Sells oh no, it she sells yeah, like nice. so so yeah. So people like order like cookies and cupcakes and cakes and shit for my mom. So. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What's the name of her business? Uh, it's Maria's Caketopia. Not- <laughs> Caketopia, I love yeah. that. <laughs> I think I think I mean she's had a couple different yeah uh, names. Right, I'm almost positive that's that that's the current name. Yeah, the current moniker. Yes. Um, and so like, what type of social work does your dad do? Does like I mean like do, like to you know low income areas or like you is that? Uh, like- I think it's more. Um, yeah, it's it's more it's more low income. Um, what's the? I'm trying to think of the fancy term. For sure, it. sure. Um, I can't. I can't. It's okay. I can't. It's like SSI or something. The, oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah. He he works with more um, like yeah, like inner city areas. He works. He goes to um, like juvie places a lot, oh, okay. and um, and like he'll go to um prisons and stuff like in like uh central Illinois every once in a while. Sure. And mo- he mostly works in the city though cuz he, he works for the county. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, that's uh, that was my next question. Where it's mm. like does he work for the city, the county, that type of stuff. 
Um, and so your, your upbringing, like, you know, your, most people think of the suburbs and it's like, oh, like, you know, I mean, I was raised in the suburbs. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's very nice. Like, oh, no. Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, like, like, obviously, like, Right now, Chicago's like the murder capital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even or, think you need to put quotes, air quotes around that. Yeah. Yeah, it pretty much is. But <laughs> I mean, like, like, but honestly, like, that's because it's such a big city. Of course. I think it's because it's the third, it's like the third biggest city, but it's not the most dangerous. Cause if you go to like Flint or like Detroit, like oh, those are yeah. considered more dangerous because they're smaller. Of Cause it's, it's a lot more concentrated and de- like dense within the area. Sure. But like, like with us, like it's really like, it's not where I'm at. Like it's not a bad area. I mean, like, right. of course, like it's like wherever you go, you're going to have like shitty people doing shitty things. So it's like, it's like honestly, like Chicago's a nice place. I was very fortunate to grow up in, in a, a pretty nice suburb on the south side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, like I've been, I've been really lucky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. When you started to, you know, grow up in like your your formative years, as far as like junior high, high school, and stuff like that, is that when, mu- like, independent music started to get kind of introduced to you, or was, were your parents musical at well, all? Well, uh, my parents, my parents never did anything music. Like, they never pursued anything. I think my dad told me he used to like play bass and stuff, and then he said, you know, coincidentally, sold his bass, got a ring, like, you know. Um, but I, so funny. I guess I have some sort of musical background. Yeah, but it wasn't um, it wasn't present. No, you, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. Not when I was no, not when I was coming out. Yeah. Um, but like my dad was like huge on like the Beatles, so I was listening to like you know really like early pop music. Um, sure. And then when I was in fifth grade, I started playing saxophone because my cousin was a or is a band director at a, a town not too far from me. Oh wow! And uh, so I played saxophone from fifth to 12th grade dude because i i mean i played clarinet for a year and i was fucking terrible my i don't even basically she had a clarinet so she's like you're gonna play clarinet i have asthma like who that's a terrible thing to give yeah. to a kid that has asthma but like it isn't the trajectory you're supposed to play a simpler because the saxophone is pretty complicated right well saxophone it's it's pretty i think the clarinet's harder really personally well because okay. the clarinet you have to worry about um like open holes along with yeah pads. yeah 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 um I mean, and then, I, well, because I played uh, alto sax, which okay. is um, transposed into E flat. And then sure. when I got to high school, my band te- or my band director was very um, adamant on switching people around and like ma- oh, like seeing like okay. it's like oh you're open to playing this like oh yo let's put you on this. So he yeah, put yeah. me uh, he put me on Barry sax, which is the lower end. So mm-hmm. I because we didn't have too many um, you know lower brass. Sure, so I just. You jumped into that, that. Yeah, it was yeah. very easy a lot of, it, Barry Sachs is so easy yeah like but I mean like yeah like I started off doing that and then uh, when I hit junior high I was really big into like Blink and Green Day and stuff oh, sure. like that and like I idolized Mark Hoppus, so I, I bought a bass. Um, how did like, you like? How how was that stuff introduced to you? Was it just like the radio? Well, like, my well, kinda... um, my cousin, uh, oh, my okay. cousin, and one of my friends. My friend would play. I'd go to his house and he'd play. Like you know, we'd be listening to, like Limp Bizkit and yeah, yeah. Um, like Corn, and then um, what really caught me the heavy like, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like, <laughs> and, like I, so I would like I'd listen to that stuff too, and, like System of a Down, and then like right. then what really caught my eye was when he put on he put on Sticks and Stones and Enemy of the State. Okay. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is cool, this is cool. So I'm like listening to it at his house. You know, I don't have a copy of the CD, but it's like whenever we're over, he's like, oh, I hey, you know, let's listen to CDs. And then it, uh, and then you know, a couple of weeks later, my cousin, like, I'm going through her CDs, and I see like, you know, I see uh, Enemy of the State there. I'm like, oh, the CD. Like my friend has a CD. Oh, she's like, I don't, I don't listen to it. Do you want it? So she gave me that, oh, wow. and she gave me uh, some 41, I'll kill her, no filler. Nice. Um, and then I was big into like the Tony Hawk soundtrack games yeah, yeah. so like like through there i found like less than jake and rancid right, and, like, right, right. like so i got like more of like a 
punk thing from there, and then I got some pop punk coming in, and then, yeah. you know, I listened to, like, the some of the new metal, and, like, sure. and then, like, I idolized Mark Hoppus. I was like, I want to fucking play bass that looks so easy, like, and then, like, so I, I played bass in all the bands, and then, like, I do backup vocals and stuff, and then, right, right. you know. Did you, uh, did you enjoy the, like, saxophone? Like, was that... Yeah, I mean, it was it was really cool. I think I kind of took it for granted in right. high school, like because like a lot of kids when I was younger, um, a lot of the older kids fucked around and stuff. So like sure. I kind of took that to being like you know I didn't take band too seriously. Yeah. So like I took some like I, I have some knowledge of music theory, not as much as I would like to have. So sure. in some ways I I wish I took it seriously, but then like then there were some kids that would come back that were like that age that were fucking around. They they come back and they're like yeah man like I wish that like. I didn't fuck around too much, and I'm just like, I'm like, fuck you, dude, like, you're a sellout, like, it's like, so to an extent, like, I'm glad I kind of, like, was able to have fun with it, because, like, yeah. like, I didn't do it because, like, I was forced into being in the band, like, I did it because right. I want, like, I liked playing music, but it's like, but then I'm not, like, I was, I was, like, a real rebellious asshole in high school, in, in some cases, and, like, I just, like, really fucked it, fucked around and didn't really take it um, as serious as I should have, Sure. but... So you were, so... I'm I'm just building the pic my my mental picture of you. So the uh, so like once you started to enter high school, because I mean obviously you played the saxophone for a long time. So yes. that takes you know that takes dedication. Did you? Uh, did you ever move up to like were you first chair? Like, because I know that there were. Like, well, with Barry Sex, there weren't. There, there was only one chair, so like, I was first chair. <laughs> By um, default, got it. Yeah, I mean, like, well, I played, I played saxophone like the first year, and when when you're an underclassman, you never, yeah. you know, you're never higher than. Do you get some you solos know, in there at all? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I mean, well, if you're baritone, obviously. You're oh, not. when you go berry sex, sometimes you have more, um, more clear cut parts as opposed sure, to, sure. um, like a first chair, second chair alto. Right. But um, and you did a lot of recitals, I presume, and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, yes and no. I mean, we, we would. Uh, I mean, we'd have like band concerts like, in the auditorium sure, and stuff, sure. and like um, our director would make us go do like sectionals and stuff and like sure. like uh if we could like get combos together and stuff and buy sheet music then we can go do that for the oh, competitions okay. and stuff and like he gave us some freedom but he made sure that we uh we had some sort of like solo stuff when they had the competition right. available and did you like did you feel a sense of camaraderie around that because i mean i think there's such a people have you know kind of like you were alluding to people have such a negative perception of you know like being in band like st- i mean like parentally where it's like Oh, like you're being a band. Like, what are you fucking dork? Like, yeah. Oh no, there would be all these kids. Like, cause, cause when we would, uh, when we'd march, we'd be out in the fields. Right. So when I, and obviously when it's warm, warm enough to be outside, of course the people in gym are going to be outside. Right. So there would be sometimes where like the, like there would be some, um, some girls that'll be like, oh my god, like the band kids, like they probably never get laid, and then like other, oh, like but like, yeah. like that was only on. A rare occasion, but I sure. mean, I did. I did walk past and hear that sometimes, and I'm just like, You're "Like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Like, come on! Like, those kids, though. Those kids are fucking. They fuck like rabbits. Rare- band kids. Band kids. They're, yes. Band- because I mean, I to me, it, it seems like where you would like the band kids would just flock together because oh no they they are all over each other like there's always some like inner band shit going down yeah. at some point like they're like they're some all... drama and everything no yeah, not yeah. drama i'm talking just like just, just getting fucking. with each other yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah just like well not even not not even that it's just right like, they just love to get all up in each other like. <laughs> that's incredible but um no i mean like yeah I, but i was i mean i've been really lucky like because like i i dealt with a lot of a lot of shit, like, when I was, like, really younger, like, in elementary school, just for, like, you know, not being into sports and playing mm-hmm. video games and shit, like that, but, like, once once we got out of junior high and, like, you know, the kids that were the dicks went to Catholic school and shit, everyone that, like, ended up in public school was, like, 
Yeah. You know, they like it got to a point where like, you know, junior senior year, it's like, why why the fuck do we even care about this? Anymore? Right, totally, like, totally. We're we're putting all this effort into hating these people or hating these like sections of kids and you're just kinda like, Well, what's the point? Like yeah. what's what what yeah, let, let's just leave them alone. Like they're fine. Yeah. Um and so as you started to obviously like you said, you idolized Mark Hoppus, Mark Hoppus and, you know, wanted to play bass and so once you kinda got looped into that, was it basically like, yo, I gotta play in a band? Like was yeah, that like, Well well that's yeah, 'cause like like I say um I started, um, like, jamming with some of my friends. Like, we didn't have, like, people, um, or at least enough people to make a real band. Yeah. So we had a drummer and then a random kid we had do vocals and then two bass players. Yeah, yeah. And I was one of the ba- – and I played distorted bass with – with, and then we had a regular bass player. But with, but this this was never anything we played shows. Right, right, this right. This something we just jammed. And yeah, then, yeah. Like, And then a little bit after that, like um, like I said, like I was in a band with our merch guy. Mm-hmm. And like we would like play the talent show. We'd cover uh, Roots Radicals. Oh, Rancid, amazing. And, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We'd cover like No Effects and uh, sure. fucking... Um, I can't even remember what, like, all the shit. But you, yeah, but you'd be, you'd play the town. Like, did you actually play shows as well? Oh, yeah, we did. We'd, we'd play it, uh, we'd play at the basement of this church that my friend's mom ran. Nice. So, like, we only played, like, three or four shows, but. What was the name of that project? That project, um, it was named Void, which is also another, it was already a hardcore band. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously. Like, they'd been around since the 80s, so it's like, (laughs) so we're just like, we find out, like, because we're, like, just these stupid kids that don't know anything about music. (laughs) So then, like, somebody's like, so somebody's He's like, yo, like that's already a punk band, and then we're like, well, uh. well, whatever. And then, and then, yeah, and then that just kind of fizzled <laughs> out. And we're just like, and then we just like, we're like, okay, well, we're just gonna make it an acronym. So I'm not sure if the real, if the actual <laughs> void was an acronym. Yeah. So we're well, just like, oh, we'll just put periods on it. And it's, it's different. <laughs> yeah, it's different. You know, that's good. I love it when you get like, when you get called out and something like that. You think it's a brilliant idea. You're like, dude, Void's a fucking good band. Well, we never, we never got called out for it because right, right, everyone right. we were playing for didn't know about. Yeah, the band. for sure. Yeah, so, but like, but yeah, it's like when you think an idea is so good, and then like you come to realize like. Oh yeah, maybe it wasn't that good of an idea because someone already did yeah, it. Yeah, like and, and then yeah, like like with Blink, for instance, like they got sued over the name. Exactly. And then, yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. And then they they tossed them one eighty two, and the rest is history. Yeah. Um. And so the so go like you mentioned before, where you know you you for lack of a better term, I would call, and I classified myself as this too, where it's like an indoor kid, where it's like I mean yeah. I I personally I mean I played basketball and golf, but I I never a lot of the team sport and like the jock mentality didn't appeal yeah. to me. Um, so it strikes me that you did that as well, where you were just like, yo, I like video games and kind of hanging out with friends. And like, I, you didn't, you didn't, maybe you didn't identify with the, you know, your typical high school experience or did you enjoy high school? Um, I didn't like high school, but I didn't get shit on during high school. Okay, good. So I'm kind of like looking back, I'm just kind of indifferent on it. Like it was like, it was like cool. Like it wasn't like, you know, this best thing ever. Sure. Like, I mean, if I can go back and like do it again just to do it again like i would yeah like but um i mean i never had like the you know the you weren't getting like bullied i was no i wasn't i wasn't like the stereotypical like teenage movie shit on kid like you know that was me in elementary school oh really elementary school was the like your first experience of getting like you know oh yeah yeah i mean that cool that because that's when all the kids are vicious that's when they don't think before they speak sure sure. so that's when you know then when you get made fun of like you're playing with pokemon cards with your friends i'll say oh you guys are nerds blah blah blah. that's that's when oh really that's when being a nerd Uh like had a negative connotation now if you call me a nerd i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. yeah, I'm a nerd. The big, one of the most popular television shows on right now, The Big Bang Theory. Like, clearly. Like, oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> nerd all nerd has lost nerds. meaning. Um, so th- that's interesting because usually it's like elementary school. I mean, kids are mean to one another, but like 
It's funny that you have a much stronger impression of elementary school being like, yeah. oh, I was made fun of way more then. Well, yeah, I mean, well, a lot of the rougher people uh-huh. um, around me went went to Catholic school. Okay. And I didn't I didn't go to Catholic school. So that, okay. that so I just kind of got to avoid. So maybe if I went to Catholic school, I would have gotten right. or bullied. You would have got know? picked yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And so, well, yeah, it's a good thing you didn't, obviously. Um, the... Uh, and so, so basically, like, you know, did, did you not take yourself or not take your studies seriously? Like, did you, you know, be like, okay, like, I can't wait to finish high school so I can play in bands? Or like, what was your, you know, what was your mentality? Well, at? my mentality was to finish high school. Because when I was in, when I, I, when the band I was in that was taking themselves really, really seriously, mm. they were like, they were like, think, like, throwing around just things. They were like, yo, like, what if, like, we got a tour offer, like, to tour with, like, this band and, like, you were still in school. Like, uh-huh. would you drop out? And I'm just like, were they older than you? Yeah, they were like, uh, they were like two, three years older than okay. me. Okay. So, and then, and at this point, it's like, yo, I have like a semester left of high school. <laughs> like, it's like if I drop out now, I'm a, f- I'm a fucking idiot. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, and there, there was no way around it. Like, I was, like, I'm not that dumb. Like, right. I think. I personally think dropping out of high school is the stupidest thing someone oh, can do. I know, totally. I know in some cases it's really unavoidable. Sure. There, there are certain circumstances, but like, I think, like, if it's your choice, like, dropping out of high school is so dumb. Oh, because, yeah. like, like. You're shooting yourself in the foot. And, like, yeah, like, I hate, I hate having to, like, be an advocate for school because I don't necessarily, you know, like school myself, but it's right. like, it's like if you're ever, like, trying to get taken seriously, trying to get a job, and you're, you know, you're like 25 and you don't have a high school diploma, it's like, and yeah. I mean, it really sucks that that's how it is, but that's yeah, how it is. That's like, reality. I mean, that's how it is with, with, um, college diplomas. Like, I think that's more absurd. Sure. So that you need, like, a college diploma to do, I mean, I get, <laughs> You know, certain jobs require certain of you know, knowledge, but um, I mean, high school diploma, it's like, yeah, that's something it's basic. You, you yeah, just got to get that done. Right, yeah. right, right. So then he's not going to cut it. <laughs> Were you kind of coasting by just to like bide your time to get out of school, or did you, you know, did you find things interesting in school that you? Uh, I, well, I took my grades somewhat seriously because mm-hmm. my mom did. Okay. So, like, I just made sure I didn't, you know, really fuck anything up to my last semester of high school. <laughs> that's um, nice. But I yeah. mean, like, I had like a, like a, between 3.2, 3.4 GPA. So I had, I had okay. a decent, yeah, yeah. I had a decent GPA. Um, I mean, cause I, I waited to, cause I was like, oh, you can take, you can take AP classes. Like you can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Like you, you can do all this if you really want to. And I'm like, I don't care. Right. Like, I don't want to like, like, it's We're, like, I'm, I personally didn't see the point in the extra effort sure. to do that. But then like my senior year of high school, it's like, oh, there's a European history class. That would be cool to take, yeah. but it's, it's an AP college level class. Mm, I'll see how that goes, yeah. and then and then my teacher was like, "Oh, art history, like you can you can take this class," right. um, and she like we she built it up to this awesome class. And I'm like, actually, that sounds really cool. Like, yeah, of course, like I'll I'll do that for you because they needed they were really low on kids in the class. Oh, okay, like, so they wanted, certain, yeah. they, they they were like one or two kids away from making it so the class would happen. Sure, sure. So the class happens, and then it was more by the book, all based on the textbook. Like you couldn't have any sort of opinion on right. why this was painted or what's the meaning of it or like you know they're just like oh yo these cave paintings this is what this means this means that yeah. you know this is like a symbol for fertility or, right. or this is like or like they did this because of this exact reason and you don't have a say in it right and it's like but if it's like art shouldn't it 
be right. Shouldn't we interject our own experiences? Yeah, like, this? like yeah, it's yeah. like it's like there was no room for that. It was it was all it was all like oh here is the Sistine Chapel. This is why. Right. Like this there, here's all of these columns and you know this decoration was for this. This decoration was for this. Or why do I have to study what the paintings mean? Why can't I you know why can't I use like some sort of fact? Like why can't I take what they meant and then also give my spin on what they meant? It, it always has to be like. This is what we're telling you. The artist thought yeah. this is the right answer. This is sure. the A B C D. Like there's no there's no fill in the blank. Yeah, you know. It's <laughs> the, hearing you describe that art class. It strikes me as like you were, you seem like you were always a. I mean, like self described. You you were you know you were kind of a little shit, but you um you, you t- I played by the rules. But but and you also you also you know you I guess for lack of a better term like you thought about things like you kind of you kind of let things sit like as far as like how it applied to your life and then how you could use it in the future, I guess. Like, you know, you just, you seem to have a little more uh, thought process behind the stuff that you did rather than just like, you know, not giving a shit, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if that, I mean, if, if that it's something you recognize in yourself where it's like, oh, like I might be, I guess for lack, for lack of a better term, like pretty sensitive to a lot of yeah. the, like your, the world that surrounds you. Uh, I I guess I never really looked at it yeah, that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. but um, I mean, like, I did give a shit, but I didn't. Sure, sure. So, did you get? A, was it uh, was it difficult for your parents and you to communicate? Like, you know, were you having a lot of fights well, with them and stuff well, like they, that? When I was going into high school, they had a really like they they wanted me to go to Catholic school because there there was this Catholic school that my dad went to called Marist, and he's okay, and uh, and then he's like, yo, like we really want you to go to this Catholic school, and I'm just kind of like. I don't want to wear the same shit every day. I want to take the. I want to take the bus to school. Like, I could like walk to the public school I went sure. to, but like this one, I like have to get up super early. Like yeah. I had to cut my hair, and I was in like you know I had like super long hair um, at some point in high school. Right. But like when I was going to high school, I was at the point where I'd have to cut it. So like I was like, no, fuck that. I want to be like cool. And, like, yeah, blah, 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 yeah. Like, but um, so they wanted me to, and I was really fighting it. And I was like, oh, I'll like I was like I'll be involved. I'll be like in like clubs and shit if you let me go to public school. Oh. And then I was just like, oh, haha, I'm just gonna be in band. Fuck you guys. And then like, <laughs> like I tried, I tried soccer out, but it was intramural. And it's like we're just, I, it's just kids that I'm in school with. Like, right. I, it's like it's like it was, and it's kind of kind of boring. Like I didn't really sure. like you know. And so did your did your parents like see that right away? Like put us up the river. He's really well, not gonna get that. Involved yeah. Well, in they 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 wanted me to be more involved in school. I was more so worried. about about being able to get like a job so I can go to shows. Yeah. Because like at this point it's like, you know, I'm just doing shit around the house and they're like throwing me ten bucks like this week, you know, two weeks later they'll throw me maybe like five bucks, like blah blah blah. Like right. collecting all of this money that I'm getting. Like because all my money like went to like CDs and like stuff like that. So sure. it's like like I was yeah, like I like I said, like I, I was more concerned with finding a better means to independently get myself to shows yeah. than, you know, being concerned with what was going on in school. Cause, sure. Because sure. it's like and and you know it's like at the point where it's like, oh like mom let me use my let me use your credit card but i got your cash right here like i need to get this ticket like it's like it's like yo like like this is the band i want to see like i remember like strict like specifically like popping in and out come the wolves into my stereo and like showing my dad i'm like yo dad i need to borrow your credit card i have this like 30 bucks like please let me buy a ticket to go to the show yeah he's like you want to go see a fucking ska band he's like because i played him like because he was like hearing like time bomb and like you know i like how you sold 
the fact that you, you need to experience this is like, hey, dad, check this out. I'm going to play some Ranson for you. You'll get it. Well, well my dad, <laughs> see, my dad, my dad loves like, and I, I guess I didn't get to mention this uh, earlier because yeah. I actually forget sometimes. My dad, sure. my dad was big into punk rock. Oh, And this, cool. was, this was something I didn't know until, okay. until way later. Okay. Like, yeah, and yeah. he would be telling me, he's like, oh yeah, I went and saw like the Sex Pistols. Oh, I've wow. seen the Cars. I've seen the Clash of shit. Time. Sure. So he's, yeah, he's yeah, like context, my, yeah, right. like my dad, like, I guess my dad was a punk. That's but amazing. Which is cool. Have you seen any pictures of him? No. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. Like, my, well, my dad was still like clean, a clean cut kid. Okay, got it. But um, he was he identified. But yeah, but he he would go to those shows. Amazing. And everything. Yeah, like. So, like okay, so I could see why you would be like, here, I'm putting in rancid. Like, cause I, I'm just imagining you putting in rancid, and like that's gonna convince your parents. Yeah. Like, well, oh yeah. Like oh yeah. That's that sounds good. Well, yeah, well, go my, my dad would be sitting upstairs with like the the radio on anyway, like right. listening to the Beatles or something, and and I'd hear him listening to the like the Clash, and I'd be like, oh, this kind of sounds like this. Pardon the interruption, my friends. Do you need glasses? If you do, visit warbyparker.com backslash 100 words. Let me, let me tell you a story. So I personally, I've got great eyesight. My wife, my family, everybody is like, dude, you can see so well. This is crazy. But I've always had this desire to have glasses because I love the concept of them as an accessory. There are obviously so many different styles and so many different frames and name brands and everything else, you know, and I even went as far as like wearing a fake pair of glasses in high school. Yeah, I was one of those guys. That, that was me. I just love the way that they look. Warby Parker, they make this process of getting glasses easy. You sign up via that link that I just told you, warbyparker.com backslash 100 words. They will send you five pairs of glasses. You can try them on. See how they sit on your face. Ask your significant other. Be like, yo, does this look good? Tell me. Tell me what the deal is. Because it's always weird when you walk into, you know, an optometrist store. I've been with people that have done this and you feel kind of like you're getting the hard sell where it's like this is very low pressure. They send you five pairs. If you hate those five pairs, you send them back and the shipping is free. It's totally easy. And glasses are very cheap on there, starting at 75 bucks. And then on top of that also, for every pair purchased, they donate a pair of glasses to someone in need. So there's so much good stuff there. If you need glasses, warbyparker.com backslash 100 words. Now on with the show. Yeah. Dad, I want to go to the show. Like my dad actually took me to one of my first concerts. He took me to see the Aquabats at Metro in Amazing. Chicago. I saw Aquabats, uh, the Agrolites, and Whole Wheat Bread. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my dad, like, whole wheat bread was a little interesting. I know, I'm sure oh, you're, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm sure you're familiar, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're, they're all like, they're all like, hey, yo, I know you're all white, but I want y'all to say, fuck the police. And then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like looking at my dad, I'm like, uh, should I say it, dad? And, and then he's just like, I guess you'll do it. I don't know. <laughs> and then I'm just like sitting there, like, and then like my dad's like, my dad was still kind of like nervous about me, like, going up, like, jumping with everyone. But of then course. I found like this little group of kids, like, you know, 10 Being feet away from him, yeah, where, where I could, like, skank with them, and then that's, like, when I would, like, go to, like, those shows, like, I see, like, the Aquabats, and I see, like, Rancid, like, I see, like, like, that really, like, helped me see that, like, oh, we're all weirdos here, like, right, it's, like, right, it's, like, right, those right. kids, like, it's, like, you wouldn't, like, go to, like, the grocery store, or, like, or you wouldn't be at, like, school, and, like, like, you'd see, like, kids skanking in the corner, and be, like, oh, those kids are fucking weird, yeah, like, you go to a yeah, show yeah. and do that, and it's, like, oh, whoa, this is awesome, everybody's like, doing all, it, yeah. yeah, like, we're all cool, like, like being lame is cool here, <laughs> right, like, right, you right. know, so that's when I got to see, like, and, you know, especially, especially Rancid, sure. and the second time I saw Rancid was with H2O, so that was even more, like, reinforcing this sense of, like, I had, like, that punk rock epiphany, where it's, like, mm -hmm. It's like, yo, like, 
you're welcome here. Like, it's like, if you, like, you can't fall to the ground without someone picking you up halfway down. Right. Like, it's like, it's like, they, they... It, it, it fostered that sense of community that you obviously were like, oh, I get this. Yeah, and, I, yeah. Like, and I'd be, like, listening to these albums, and, like, I'd be listening to, like, like, Life Won't Wait, for instance, and I'd be, I'd be hearing songs like Hooligans, where they clearly, like, in the beginning, like, messages, like, like, I want to see no people of color, like, you know, fighting with one another, like, yeah. we're all, like, brothers and sisters, and it's like, just, and then being able to, like, see them play Hooligans live, and and then like you know like see those meanings in person mm-hmm. it's like then that really showed me that it's like you know you know you can move past like everyone's differences it's like it's really cool and i, I say it every night because right. i notice these things like ever since we were able to play on warp tour it's like you see all these different people doing different things dressing differently believing different things whether they're you know gay straight black white asian yeah, yeah. mexican whatever what have you what whether they listen to um black veil brides or they listen to wonder years or they listen to um like no facts or whatever right. like it's the, the facts is that like everyone's there and no matter what bands you're there to see you're there yeah and it's like it's like you've all, this you've already entered this world of what should be acceptance but obviously like as you have noticed like you i mean you see those those fractions of people be kind of left out because like you said you know like oh what the fuck the, what? Why is this kid legitimate? Because he likes Black Veil Brides. Like, well, yeah. Well, and you're it's just like, like, well, no, you're like you're here. Yeah, because yeah. like, because like that's the thing. Like, um, and I know like bands will have beef with other bands. Of like, course. you know, and they'll say like, oh, these aren't real bands. These aren't real bands. But like, like I personally don't think that it's like my place to say that. Like, of course, like, like there are certain bands I look at and I'm like, wow, like I, I don't, don't like that. Like, yeah, I know, yeah. like this is like, it's like there are, there are very few bands that I like look at. And I'm like, no one should listen to this band. Right. This is like this <laughs> very very bad message and i'm sure that there are certain bands that come to mind but right it's right. like it's like i was and again like i was lucky enough to be young enough to or to have like those kinds of bands introduced to me that show me those values and it's like and and you know then just finally being able to like go to warp tour after you know i think um i'd been going since 2006 sure so this was i think my seventh or eighth year yeah, yeah. of of warped tour and um well, like, you, it, it, it sounds like the, I mean, the way that you're describing is obviously it's like is exactly how it should be in regards to the bands that influence you when you're younger and like get in get you into independent music, and then if you are able to impart those same values to to kids yeah. that are paying attention to real friends, you're just like I. I feel like all I am is a mouthpiece for these ideas that came before me. Yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, and like and like like this year on Warp Tour Most City Soundtrack was on the main stage and right. like I fucking love Most City Soundtrack. Like yeah, that's yeah. like been one of my favorite bands since since I first listened to I Am the Movie and sure. and um like just to be able to like play Warp Tour and like that band being there like cuz they they were another band that like once I, you know, you know, Blink led me to like Most City Soundtrack starting line uh you know, and and then and Newfound Glory was there too. Sure. Like you know, all just being able to like, see those bands and like you know, at a, in a different perspective, and then and to have them be so like welcoming. Like Je- Jesse from Motion City, mm. um, he was really supportive of a lot of the younger bands. Like like I, I see him like every other day, like repping a citizen shirt up on stage, and it's like and it's like and we'd be like back there, like holy shit, like this is fucking yeah, wild. Like, this like, is like, weird. And it was yeah. so cool. Like like it's like we'd be like sitting like um by the back side of the stage like uh, like on the grass like waiting for them to start playing so we can go up the ramp and then like Jesse would see us like chilling down there he'd be like guys like come up like do you guys want a beer like do you guys want to like you know like what's yeah, up yeah, yeah, yeah like and it's like and it's just like sitting there like 
<laughs> oh my god and like but they were so like they were so cool and it's like to be able to see bands that you know you know had such an impact on you like right. be so genuine and nice it's like it's like it, like that just really shows you that it doesn't matter like anybody that had an attitude on work tour i didn't run into yeah, yeah like everyone at least everyone that was out was everyone that was down to hang and chill right, and it's like right. it's like nobody nobody really had like beef with anybody that couldn't be solved by just being on the opposite end of the parking lot sure sure you know? which is which is awesome and that obviously like you know like you like you were alluding to earlier where it's just like it fosters that sense of like i feel like i'm 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 where i need to be i'm in yeah. the community that i need to be like it, you don't feel like this this sense of alienation where it's just like because it i mean it's very easy to become jaded very quickly on yeah. negative negativity it's easy to like latch onto that but it's nice to be able to like rise above that and be like no i'm, I'm just gonna ignore that yeah. like you said i'll leave that in the other side of the parking lot well yeah i mean there there are certain um there are certain like pieces of negativity that you I like I think that you have to cling to some of that sometimes sure. like like you have to be um like I would prefer to be uh, a realist than an optimist cuz like you have to you have to consider that um you know, bad shit's gonna happen. There are gonna be people saying shitty things, doing shitty things. Like that's that's inevitable. I right. mean, there's 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 negativity everywhere. But it's like I like to ignore it. I, I think that I come off as a little bit of more of an optimist. But I I I mean, I know that you have to at some point acknowledge all of that. But right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. The ascension of real friends to you know where you're at now, where it's like obviously you know you guys are writing for a new, a new full length, all this type of stuff. Um, how does it sit with your you know? Well, first of all, how did it sit with your parents when you were like, "Hey, like, because were, were you going to school like after like, do you go to college at all?" Well, I went. I went to community college. Okay. Uh, for two years, I, I got my degree from there. Oh, cool. Um, we started Real Friends. Um, well, I actually didn't start the band. Right. But um, Kyle and Dave hit me up because I'd I'd known Dave for a while. I had just recently met Kyle. Right. Uh, Dave and I had been had like at one point like wrote some music together and like we we all knew each other from old bands and um, they coincidentally hit me up the same day that I filled out an application for Illinois State University. Okay. So, like, and I didn't pay to have it sent yet because <laughs> I was waiting for my paycheck to go through. Right. So, like, they just kind of hit me up and they were like, yo, like, um, uh, we want to see if you'd be a good fit for this band that we're trying to put together. And, like, sure. Kyle sent me some lyrics. They sent me a song. Uh, I, went, I went to Kyle's house. We put it together. Why did they have like, an inclination that you would be a good singer? Oh, well, I mean, I had I had recorded with Dave um, sure. before. And, like, we, we'd put... I thought that Dave and I had some good chemistry... Got it. Um, ...before. And, that so and like, I knew Dave really well. They actually had a singer before me, too. Oh, okay. Got but, it. like, that dude was really flaky. Like, they, they had, like, had, like, half a song idea with him. Right. And then, like... And then that dude was kind of like, oh, I don't want to... You know, I don't want to yeah, commit to this. Right, so right. I don't know if you'd consider me not an original member <laughs> I, mean, yeah, if you, yeah, I yeah. mean if you think about it technically i kind right. of you kind of not, not right, right. but um and then like i was actually trying to get some sort of band started with uh kyle's roommate that lived with him at the time oh, okay so like so like it was us and like you know four other people and we were like switching out instruments and stuff and like this person sings this song this person plays guitar this song and Got like it. you know so you Kyle, guys were just doing basically there's a lot of experimentation yeah so and like you were, yeah. yeah and like kyle was like there to see some of it so like and kyle was like oh yeah it's not my cup of tea but i'd like to see what i can do with you right over right. in this you know in this neck of the woods right 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 the idea of you just being like a standalone singer like that that's hard to do yeah, yeah. Well, because when I played with Dave, I played bass and I sang. Right. And right. We, we were strictly just recording. Right. And we finally got some people, like, as a band. And then, like, I had a really hard time, like, playing bass and singing at the same time. So he's like, how about we try where you just sing? And I'm just like, 
I don't know, like we can try it, and then yeah. like we did that and that band obviously didn't work out, and then right. like, so then yeah, then they got together, yada yada yada, and then, right, right, right. So, but do, do you like with? Do you still feel weird singing by yourself, or is it? Become, I've gotten used to it. I mean, because we've been good. we've been a band for three years, and right. it's just like you know you get used to it, and like I feel like I was kind of th- like I was never like a front man, right, or anything. I was always just like the guy that would throw in a little comment. So I I never had experience like having to talk it like like basically like needing to talk at shows, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know. But but Kyle did, so Kyle would take care of that for the longest time, and like right. you know we had a lot of trouble. Like I've had a lot of trouble. Like I'll admit, like trying to talk to people. Like sure. I would. Uh, I would try talking like after songs and like I'd be like really flustered because like yeah. you know when we'd start picking up momentum and like you know I'd have like you know I'd have like 15, 20, 30 kids like screaming at me in my face and then it's like it can be kind of like it's overwhelming yeah, yeah and it's yeah. like and I'd be like in this like sensory overload and then like I'd just start talking after the song and like just like be saying random shit and they're like looking at me and they're like what, <laughs> what the are f- you saying like yo yeah. yeah like seriously like I would yeah, yeah, yeah. like I had I had a and I, I had I've even had problems with it on this tour sure where it's like cause like like every I've been really overwhelmed and and like and I'll just like like sometimes I'll just like trail off and stuff and it gets right. to be a problem sometimes. But like they tell me they're like oh we can like we talk about it we sit down we're like oh we can t- we can do this better we can do this better right, like right. just make sure you take a breath don't you know yeah, like yeah. put yourself out of well the it's it's funny yeah. it kind of it goes back to what we were talking about earlier where it's just like you're I mean you you're a sensitive dude and like you you know that is a very impactful moment yeah like here i am sharing this this these lyrics with these 30 people in front of me and then it cuts off and then all of a sudden you're like all right dan you're fucking on like say some really funny shit you're just like Like, (laughs) no but yeah like seriously like if you see like i doubt i hope there aren't any youtube but if you see like it's like painful to watch kind of stuff like but it's like i'm i think Personally. Well, and, and I think it goes back to what you're saying, where it's just like I think there definitely is a difference between like the proverbial frontman versus a lead singer. Like, it's very rare to have a person that instantaneously feels comfortable with both. You know? Yeah. Where it's like like it's, that's it's, very rare. Yeah, yeah. There are a lot of like I don't know. I'm. It's definitely a learning experience. Yeah, being yeah, yeah. Like everything about this band has been a learning experience right. for me. And like, and it's like I never like I never was in a band. Like I said earlier, I was never in a band that at least I had any expectations for it. It's sure, just like, sure. yo, like, just play some shows and, like, and that's what it. the fuck ever. Like, never, never in the back of my head had, like, these, like, you know, everyone else that I was with, like, they kind of, like, pressured me into being, like, oh, yeah, like, we're going to be the biggest band in the world. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, so half hard I, I like, kind of, like, say that, like, oh, yeah, but then, but it was, like, I just wanted to play some shows and they were not down with that. Like, we had, right. like, there was, like, just such a, like, a difference between, like, me and them and, like... When you came to your parents and you were like, hey, like, so I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do this band. Like, did it, you know, was that extremely difficult? Did it make sense in the context? Like, were they just like, oh, damn, that's great. Well, I told them, I told them, I'm like, yo, I'm going to keep going to school. I'm going to keep doing the community college thing. Right. Um, You know, it's like, obviously, like, I can't have any expectations for this band. You know, it's like, uh, I'm what 19 20 years old it's like yeah. i can't depend on it right. right now you know it's it's like it's like i can't have any like oh this is going to be what i'm going to live off of blah 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 so it's right. like i have to go to school right and like, i know that so you know i'm just i'm going to community college my parents were like, like i was like you know if, if anything were to happen hypothetically like, yeah i'm gonna drop school and okay. then they're like they're like i don't like that you know they're like i don't like the idea of that but then like um my parents have only been to our first show so they never had an idea of the band right uh, really, at, at least at what point we're at now. Of course. Um, so like, so when things started like picking up and I, I never really wanted to like have them, 
um, included to a certain extent in that life just because um, I don't want to mix business with um, with pleasure, I guess, or with, with my home sure. life. Yeah, like I don't want to like subject subject them to that, and mm -hmm. and um, so they they never really have a clue of how or, or where real friends is at, and um, but like once they start seeing things online, and like my mom checks up with us on Facebook, she's more comfortable with the idea, and like I tell her like, oh, like there's this band since it's failed that I listened to when I was 14, mm -hmm. and they like I remember like I remember. Uh, giving my friend money to buy me let it unfold you from hot topic right. like you know and like and it's just like to like hold that cd listen to that cd and be like yo like this band like i, I pulled the cd on it's like yo like this band asked us to be on tour right. with them and it's and then like once they saw that and it's like yo i'm gonna be like going to like california and like i'm gonna be doing like right. a, a, like cool really cool shit they they kind of like let down and they're like because it's like there's the fact that like school's gonna be there Sure. So like so if I really need to go back like you know band doesn't work out like right. you know you, you never sure. know band real friends might not be around for another oh, year right of course so so like like and I hope I hope I hope we're a band for as long as we can be but it's like it's like you know right. the reality is that a year from now it could be gone yeah this could this could end no one has any yeah idea. so like right. I told them I'm like yo I'm gonna get my degree from community college like nothing's gonna stop me from getting that I want to be at that point where I have something to fall back on right and um you know. Once they saw that I wasn't necessarily blindly going into it, mm -hmm. like they were more comfortable because my dad was all about security. Right. You know, he he wanted to make sure that like, you know, I'm set. He was he was really just looking out for me. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, which is, I mean, it's it's good. Like, I mean, it sounds that you you approached it in a very practical manner. You were like, okay, like I'm being realistic about this. I that's probably what gave them more comfort than anything else. Where it's just like, because you know, if I mean, when you're a kid and you have the idea, like, I mean, I, I distinctly remember like talking to my mom about dropping out to tour with my band and it was one of those i mean my mom's a school teacher and me like proposing the idea of like i'm gonna be gone for probably about like six months it was just like what what are you talking about like but she trusted me because i i did like you where i was just like i'm realistic about this like this is kind of a moment in time rather than my long-term business plan like you know yeah. my long-term life so it's like i think that approach probably makes parents feel more comfortable because they're like oh He's not being like, oh yeah, look, what are you gonna be the Beatles? Yeah. Like, you know. Like, well, I mean, like they they always like they like in the back like on the back burner they always had a problem with me being in a band like for those reasons. But yeah. like and like I would always kind of just be like, well, tough shit. Like I'm in a band anyway. <laughs> like you know, like because I I was like being realistic with it, but I was also like there would be times where I would be defensive about it because it's just right. like it's like yo, like why are you coming down on me? Like I'm just like I just want to play some shows. Like you know, it's like because like obviously like whenever you see a teenager in a band, it's like. Oh, like, yeah. like they like, like it's like, oh, this is gonna be a career for me. Like all the kids are like, right, oh, I, right. I wanted. You're gonna like, throw your life away. Because yeah, you got, yeah, yeah, you got these dreams. Like blah 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 blah. It's like you know, it's like it's just like, yo, just let me put play in my fucking band. Like, <laughs> yeah, leave me, leave me alone, mom and dad. Yeah. Because you know, kind of like what you were saying, where it's like you know, it's an overwhelming experience. You you know, playing in you know whatever in Portland and having you know 15 kids sing along to you. Like that's a yeah. weird experience. Um, and because the lyrical content that you put out there is obviously so like hard on the sleeve stuff. Like, you know, you're really, you know, Oh, I don't write the lyrics. No, no, no. Right. Oh, but yeah, I mean yeah, like yeah. The, the way that the band is presented, yes. like it's a very, you know, like we're open, like this is what we're talking about. Um, the people obviously identify with those lyrics, like, and they're, you know, very much placing a lot of whatever they're experiencing on you guys. And like the sort of conversations that I'm sure you're having after shows is probably just as overwhelming as the show. Yeah. You know, like, how, how is that sitting in your own head? Like, are you still obviously getting used to that idea of, like, people coming up to you and being like, oh, my God, like, 
hear these things. Like I, I hear, hear these gifts, like here are these, you know, I, I was, you know, I was, I was really depressed and I was going to commit suicide. So mm-hmm. until I listened to the real friends record, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not belittling that, but it's mm-hmm. just like, there's so much emotional weight that you put out there, but then also gets thrown back at you, yeah. but you're not expecting that. Well, it's, it's definitely like, it's definitely weird to me. Mm-hmm. Cause like I was one of those kids that would deal with that kind of stuff. Cause my dad, um, was diagnosed, I think, uh, sometime when I was in, uh, later in high school, my dad was diagnosed with, uh, very, very mild skin cancer. Okay. Very early stages of it. Sure. So, like, but still, that's, like, you hear cancer, and it's like, oh, shit. Like, that's, like, that's, that's serious. real life. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. serious shit. So, like, you know, I listened to a lot of Set Your Goals right. at that time. Like, I was really, like, you know, that band really helped me out of that situation. Like, and I, you know, I saw them at Warp Tour that year. I think it was, like, 2009, and I... I told them, and I was like, yo, like, your, your CD, like, yo, you guys fucking, like, really helped me out. And, like, they were just like, yo, dude, like, you know, glad your dad's doing better. Like, right. you know, it's like, it's like I was in that situation. So it's like anybody that's coming to me with their problems, like, that's awesome. Because, like, bands have helped me, like, through a lot of shit, you know. Sure. Like, you know, because, like, we come to shows because, you know, we can't fit in anywhere else. And, like, right. to be able to go there, you know, be on that level with those people that help you out, it's like, it's, it's, it's good it's it's like it's like it's really therapeutic you know to be able to tell that person that oh you helped me out and it's really it's really um it's really humbling to sure. see like that being returned to me right. um it, it's, it's 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 like it's really surreal because like that I, that we are able to help these kids like like all they have to do is just press play on their ipods and, and their problems are gone for you know the 15 20 minutes that right. our cd's on like it's it's just so fucking it's fucking crazy yeah like, yeah yeah because yeah. it's like because i did that when i would listen to like based on a true story or albums <laughs> like you know like commit this to memory and right. yeah, yeah like, i just keep referencing the, i know i keep referencing these no, bands no, no. but like, well, but that's, but, like yeah, it's like it's like yeah like that's the point it's like, fresh, it's, like right. it's like i like those are you know those albums made me feel that way right it's like to have someone else feel that same way right it's sure. incredible the um and sort of last last thing to hit on just because i i find it so interesting because it's like you know you guys are essentially on kind of the you know the precipice of the rest of your band's career you know like as far as like a debut full length and all these other like high marks in band's careers you know um does it feel you know does it freak you out like to be honest like as far as like just like the enormity of what what could happen within the next like you know, two to four years, like, does it scare you, excite you, or is it just, like, a mixture of... Oh, uh, it's just kind of everything, like, it's, like, it's, like, another overwhelming thing, like, yeah. I'm excited, because we have all these awesome opportunities, like, of course. it excites me, but then it scares the shit out of me, because then it's, like, you know, because then you have, you just have all these sets of eyes on you, and, mm-hmm. like, what you're doing, and, like, like, to an extent, it's, like, it's, like, you feel, like, um, there's, like, kind of a breach of privacy, yeah. Because then it's like it's like it, it, there's there's expectations. Sure. But then I I really try and like we all try to um kind of remove ourselves from that because like because that's that's scary because it's like it, it, it's scary and it's flattering because yeah. like it's like it's it's awesome that people like you know they expect something out of us and like they expect like you know they want like a really good full length they're very like you know they're excited for it and I like I'm really glad like I wanna I want to deliver that to them <laughs> yeah, like yeah. and it's just it's just kind of like sometimes it gets really stressful because because like I can't satisfy them if if I don't satisfy me if we don't satisfy ourselves. Right, right. So it's like sometimes like you can blur the lines between like because it's like to an extent like I know that you have to consider fans, but like but then at the end of the day it's like it's our record. Yeah, you're it's gonna like, be playing the song. Yeah, we're gonna be playing them a million times forever. Like we're gonna be I'm gonna be sitting in my room fucking screaming over the demos trying to figure out vocal melodies <laughs> like for like weeks on end. Right. You know like we're gonna be in our practice space like it's like you know like 
we're just like, I think we're finally getting better at removing ourselves from it. Just kind of being like, what, what's the record that we want to write? And yeah. it's like, like, we're like everything, like, you know, we kind of like, we're in that mindset. It's like, we want to write like those records that like, that helped us as a kid, like, like going sure. back to that, like keep, like, you know, it's like, we want to impart like what, like this means to us right, right. in that because it's like because like they, it just it just keeps coming like full circle it's like sure it's like you know like it's like we're doing this for a reason because we like this like it's like we're not like i'm not making money to be able to get some like nice apartment like fuck no like if i did like i'd be doing it right. like i wouldn't be living with my if i had an option i wouldn't be living with my parents like fuck no right like you know like i mean i love living with my parents don't get me wrong but it's like, sure. if i had the option i would it's like, it's yeah. like we're not like we're not having any expectations from this band. It's like, but then for other people to have expectations, it's like, it's like kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like, there's, there's, there's that whole, there's that whole duality where it's, it's just like, yeah, I mean, it makes sense because it's like, you're, you're having these experiences of a young band and like you, you need to be given time to grow, you know, yeah. like, like not only just like as people, but as musicians within the context of your own band and to like have all these, uh, to have all this expectation thrust on you, earlier on in your career yeah. is there's definitely that like it's like on one hand you're like that's awesome because all this attention is brought to us but on the other hand you're just like can you let's chill out for a sec like yeah, i'm like, sure there's that alone like right 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 let right. me turn my phone off for like three hours and like <laughs> chill yeah yeah no, me... i mean like, like there are a lot of times where like it's like i want to like i want to like sometimes see what people are saying like it's like i, I i'm curious sometimes as, as to like people's opinions on real friends and then i go to the wrong places like i go to like absolute punk and i go like they hate us absolute punk hates us yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like it's like sometimes like i like seeing that because then it's like um, is, is it like do you like is that like fuel to your fire you're like well, All right. well i like seeing it because it's it's like it's kind of like finally someone doesn't like us like it's like it's like it's it's an, it's kind of like nice it's like it's nice to see that you can't please everyone right but then it's like it's the, then it's like you want to like try to be like well it's like how can we how can we like, convert that person yeah yeah because yeah, 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 it's yeah. like because a lot of people can be closed-minded because like like yeah like our band like we gain a lot of mo- momentum quick like right. you know and yeah, that's really cool. We're really fortunate, but like a lot of people are turned off to our band. Of course, because they like, won't it, even give you a chance because of the popularity that you've gained. So yeah, because they they think they think like oh, there's like a decent amount of people like listening. It's like why? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like this isn't special. But if they heard us like six months prior to that, they'd be like oh, this is a pretty cool band. One hundred percent. Like yeah, it's like it's like it's like maybe like fifth listen. It's like maybe they don't get it first listen, but like fifth sixth listen. It's like oh, totally. you know this is you know I can I can at least like you know appreciate this. This is like cool. Maybe it's not like something I'd listen to all the time, but if they're at a show. I'll watch the set. Yeah. Cool. You know, like, I think that there's a lot better ways to go about it, but, like, but I love to see people shit talk real friends online. It's like, but, like, <laughs> but, like, we're at the point now, though, where it's like, because, like, I would retweet that. Like, I'd search people that don't mention us, but are talking shit. Right. Like, just to, like, poke fun. Yeah. Just to have shits and giggles. So sure, then, like, sure. you know, so then it's like, so I see, I show those people, like, ha, 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 I saw that. And then, yeah, and then, yeah, totally. But then, like, but then now it's getting to the point where, like, all these kids, like, unnecessarily attack these people. Right. And you're like, like, I can't do Yeah, that. it's like, it's like, yo, this. you're a fucking bitch. Like, fuck you. Like, and then, and, uh, I mean, quotes. Air quotes, uh, yeah. Air quote, faggot, air quote. Like, of they course. say, like, yeah, like yeah. that. And it's like, like it's like, yo, like, whoa, yo, can yeah. you, like, like, can you, like, not say yeah. that? Chill like, out. Right. Like, right. 
it's like you don't have to say like, "Yo, fucking kill yourself, you fucking bitch, faggot." Right? Because you don't pussy. like you don't yeah. like real friends. Calm down. Or no, or because you like, or vice versa, because yeah. you don't like real friends. Right? But it's like it's like those kids in the first place. Like that attitude is what can you know? Because it's like this is the last place people can turn to. It's like why well, yeah. you have to act like that when this you know when there's nowhere else to turn to. Yeah. It's like then you just then those kids just have to sit at home. It's like oh, you don't like real friends? Fuck you! It's like I don't want our band to be the reason that you know. Like people are turned off to, right. you know. Well, I think I, I, I mean, last thing to hit on because I, I think it's such a, it's such an interesting idea that like, it really depends on when you hear a band and like where they're at within their own musical career because it's like there are I, I can guarantee that like I mean people that I know where it's like they won't give you like your band a chance at all because they'll they'll, they'll have heard like oh yeah they're just like ripping off band A B and C whatever and it's like, but that like. If a person is able to not hear that before they hear your band, they probably would like you guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where it's yeah. just like, and I, I like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I've been able to do it for a long time where it's like, I really try to drop any sort of like preconceived notions that I have, like when listening to a band, because it, I try, I try not to let what other people, other people's opinions taint my opinion of a band, you know, but yeah. it's like, you guys, like you're while it's awesome that you received this much attention, it's also, like, it's a blessing and a curse in a way because yeah. there's, you're going to lose a lot of people that probably wouldn't have ever checked you out in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, it, like, sucks, but, I mean, it happens. Right. It happens with every band, and then, like, you know, then you... And then you start getting to the point where you start to lose the kids that were there in the beginning because maybe, like, they don't like... It's like, oh, this new CD sounds the same or this new CD sounds way too different. Or, right, Or, right. like, or you know, maybe... Like, it's just maybe it's a natural, like, oh, like, I, I really like... I still really like this band, but I just kind of like... Or, or, or the fact or, that they'll be, they'll be like... Oh, well, like, you know, now I'm, like, 19 years old. Like, why would I listen to Real Friends? I've grown out of it. Oh, there are a lot of kids. There are a lot of kids that were, like, that are a lot of, like, really, like... And it's not even with Real Friends. It's just in general where they'll be like, Oh, yeah, Pop Punk's really cool for, like, maybe two years. And then, and then like, and then like they discover, like, a hard... A really cool, like, cool, quote-unquote, hardcore band. Right. Or, like, a really cool, like, indie band. Or, like, you know, some, like, yeah. cool band. It's like, oh, no, fuck this shit. And, like, and it doesn't even necessarily have to be with Pop Punk. Maybe they were listening to hardcore before. Maybe, of course. Or maybe they were listening to, like pop or yeah, something yeah. but like any person that just like listens to something and see like oh this is like cool and then like fuck everything else like just like all of a sudden turn their back on like that's so dumb like it's, it's so like dumb. like those people are very flavor of the week and really like you know very trendy and right, like right. and like there are one of my friends that will remain unnamed that, sure, I, that sure. I heard that she was like real like like real friends like it's not like cool to go to their shows and i'm just like Wow! <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I personally know you. Like, it's like, right. it's like, I don't like. It's like, it's like I'm not personally offended, but it's just like, it's like that's just an instance of that where it's like, you yeah. know, like six months ago, like, yo, you would have gone to a show, right? You it's like okay now because, that. like, because we're not like this band or, or we're not this band or we're not this band. You're not going to go to the show. Yeah, like, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's just, and like, you're like, and it ultimately. That's not your fault. Yeah, it's, it's not, not your band's fault. It's not. You're just a victim. You are. You're a victim of circumstance, preconceived notions, hearsay, whatever. Like you're just a victim of all that, and it's just like, well, we're just gonna be us. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you can do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't. I can't ask for pity for anybody because I. I. Th- think that we're we're very fortunate oh so for I, sure. I can't i mean i can't be like oh look at me these people don't like me <laughs> like i can't like you know i can't yeah. do that because because I, I you know because like, that's not how you feel yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i mean for all like for all of the people that say bad things about 
your band, there are more people that have nice things to say to you. And those right. kids, you know, those those kids, I, I like to have that we have a relationship with those kids. Of course, like right, that. right. You've developed something meaningful over yeah. time. But. Well, Dan, I really appreciate you BSing with me and yes. your band. It was highly enjoyable for me, and I hope it was enjoyable oh, for yo. you. <laughs> These are the best interviews, like seriously. <laughs> so that was a chat, right? Did you feel that energy? I hope it kind of came through via our microphones and just everything that was bouncing off. I really did feel like I was vibrating by the end of that conversation, and it was awesome. So, uh, yeah, check out Real Friends. I personally, like I said, really enjoy them, and I think you would as well. 100wordspodcast.com. Visit that site for... I post random shit throughout the week, so there you go. Enjoy. Propertyofzack.com. And our editor for this episode, as always, great friend, Tom Richfield. And uh, until next week, be safe, everybody. 